Ciao, my name is Umberto Mucci and this is With Italian News, a podcast about Italy during coronavirus times. Today is Monday, February 1, 2021. It's been a year uh, since two Chinese citizens were admitted to the Spallanzani Hospital in Rome and they were the first to be diagnosed as coronavirus positive in Italy. Back in those days, we thought we could control the virus. We were curious, but still quite calm. None of us had ever experienced something similar, and we certainly could not imagine everything that would happen. After one year, the nightmare is not over yet. In fact, it'll go on for months. But we trust science, and we will prevail. The data updated last night say that in Italy we have administered the first dose of the vaccine to 1,963,000 people, 3.24% of the population. 622,000 of them received the second dose too. The ranking of uh, the regions by percentage of vaccinations made compared to the doses delivered say that in the first three places from the top are Campania, Marche and Umbria. <clears throat> in the last three places from the bottom are Liguria, Calabria and Molise. At the moment, Italy is in 8th place in the world for the number of people vaccinating. In the EU, we are second after Germany in absolute, but first, with respect to the percentage of population vaccinated. And it is good to be able to announce that the Italian vaccine plan provides that today begin the bookings for vaccination of Italians over 80 years old, and the first region will be the one where Rome is, Lazio. After the recent decreases in the number of vials of vaccines announced by Pfizer and Moderna and AstraZeneca, the plan will be updated month by month in agreement with the regions. Also, the number of those who recovered from the virus in Italy just today exceeded the number of 2 million. And it was decided that the AstraZeneca vaccine will be used for teachers and administrative staff in schools, military and police. While in Europe, the Chinese vaccine has also arrived. Hungary is the first to authorize it after having already given the green light to the Russian vaccine Sputnik V. <coughs> As every Monday, just a few numbers about the situation of the contagion in Italy. Over the past seven days, we have averaged 12,317 new positives per day, or plus 98 cases per day, compared with the previous seven days, a percentage change of plus 0.8%. In the same period, the average change in the number of patients admitted to the COVID wards was minus 5.7%. With regard to intensive care units, instead, in the last seven days, the average change in the admission exit balances was minus 14.8%. These minuses are good news. On average, we had 436 deaths per day in Italy in the last seven days, while it was 469 per day in the previous seven days. We really, really hope that this number will strongly accelerate its decrease. Almost all of Italy woke up today in the yellow zone with an easing of the bands that will lighten the heavy climate breathed in recent weeks due to an infection index that has finally lowered. Less consolatory the situation of Sicily and the autonomous province of Bolzano that will become orange from red, while Puglia, Sardinia and Umbria will remain orange. All the other regions are in yellow zone. There's no red zones for now. In addition, from today another 8.3 million students will return to school. The only exception is Sicily. From today, students of second and third grade will return to class, but high schools and technical schools for children aged 14 to 18 years old will have to wait until February 8. Museums, archaeological sites and parks are also reopening, and that's great news. According to the report of the Italian Institute of Health, published yesterday, 50,000 Italians died from COVID in Italy during the second wave of the epidemic. Far exceeded the number of the first wave from March to May 2020, when the deaths were almost 35,000. 
Between the first and second wave, the report shows the, re the regional distribution has changed. If in the first phase, which has overwhelmed mainly the north, in Lombardy there were even 47.7% of total victims, 47.7% of total victims, in this second wave the percentage drops to 19.7, almost 1 in 5. Lombardy is followed by Veneto with 13.2% of deaths, Emilia-Romagna with 9.7%, Piedmont with 8% and Lazio with 7.6%. As for the characteristics of the disease, the average age is 81 years old, female deaths account for 43.7%, the average age of COVID-positive disease by patients is more than 30 year, years higher than that of infected patients. The average age of weekly deaths has been increasingly increasing substantially up to 85 years old in the first week of July and then has declined slightly. <clears throat> Two out of three patients killed by COVID in Italy had an average of three or more diseases. COVID-19 detection dogs are in service at Cuneo Airport in Piedmont. This is a unique project in Italy and in Europe it exists only here and in Finland. The dogs have been trained to sniff sweat samples from passengers which are then checked with conventional tests and have been able to identify positive individuals even before conventional tests detect the virus. So far the dogs have identified 83% of positive cases and 96% of negative ones. That's because their noses have 300 million other receptors compared to the 6 million human have, humans have. That's why they are already present in airports or stadiums to detect firearms, explosives and drugs with their scent. <coughs> Some dogs have been trained to detect certain types of cancer too. It's not known for sure what the dogs are sniffing, but it's suspected that these diseases cause the human body to release volatile organic compounds whose mo molecules evaporate rapidly to create a precise odor that dogs can detect. The same service will soon available also will be soon available also at the Leonardo da Vinci Rome Airport in Fiumicino here in Rome. <coughs> I briefly update you on the government crisis that has not yet been resolved in Italy. Last Friday, the President of the Republic, Sergio Mattarella, gave Lower House Speaker Roberto Fico an exploratory mandate <coughs> to see if it is possible to form a new government based on the same coalition of parties that backed the former government. Since Saturday, talks have been underway to understand if the parties will be able to agree, and these talks will end tomorrow. Only then we will know if Italy will go ahead with a new government chaired by who already led the previous government and supported by the same parties, or if the President of the Republic, Mattarella, will have to look for new ways to give the task to some institutional personality that may have a majority in Parliament. It is very difficult instead that we will go to new elections. I believe that in the next video, that of next Wednesday, things will be clearer. But as I always tell you, in Italian politics, there are few certainties. It's all for now, my friends, it's all for today. I'll see you on Wednesday. Please take care, stay healthy, wear your mask and distantiate yourself from the others. Please be patient. My name is Umberto Mucci. This was With Italian News. Ciao from Rome.